You must listen to this entire message before entering a selection. To accept this call, press 5. To refuse this call, hang up now. To block this call and all future calls, press 9. You may enter a selection now. very special episode looks a little different than usual what's going yes. on we have our friend Brianna here today and <laughs> um she was out on a family vacation and came to see me um her boyfriend is also incarcerated at the same <laughs> yep at the same facility <laughs> as our guys and that's how we all kind of met okay yeah. well let's just Let's just jump right in. Don't you love when people say that? Let's just jump yeah. right in. <laughs> okay, so tell us about you and Colin. Like, both of us sort of know, but share all the good parts with everybody and the bad parts if you want. Getting <laughs> bad. Okay, so starting off, I don't even remember, like, officially, like, how we actually met, but I was, like, 12, maybe 13. Um, it was eighth grade and we started just hanging out and we have mutual friends and we were bad kids like we used to sneak out together like out my window and meet up and it was bad so yeah we like dated in like eighth grade on and off and then um, high school came around and basically we kind of fell off for a while. Um, I went to a completely different high school he went to like a Catholic high school in in town and um yeah we weren't really fond of each other in high school like at all i don't know why but he was just a douchebag for sure <laughs> um and then yeah he i mean i used to like go to parties and stuff and i'd see him out you know and major douchebag so and then i went to college for a year to play volleyball and in Fort Dodge, actually, it's kind of funny. So uh, I played volleyball at Iowa Central for a year. And then um, I found out, you know, like he was getting sent away and stuff. And he got out on bond and like texted my phone, like, hi, smiley face. I was like, what? I left field completely. I was not expecting it. So yeah, I um, got home from college that year and we started hanging out. And he was still the same major douchebag. I'd hang out with him one night and not hear from him for a month, you know, typical guy. Um, and then, yeah, he, like, got sent away, you know, and stuff, and I didn't, I think I wrote him. He had been in for maybe, like, a year, and he didn't write me back for quite a while, and then he finally wrote me back, and he started calling me and stuff, and, I mean, we weren't even talking then. What did you, uh, when you thought, or when you found out that he was going to prison, like, what was your, like, first thought or initial reaction, or how did you feel? Um, honestly, I hadn't really talked to him for probably a couple years before, mm -hmm. you know, like, that happened, but I was like, what, you know, and I didn't yeah. really know, like, honestly, till I started visiting him, I didn't know, like, the full nature of his crime, mm -hmm. like, he didn't really... I heard from his friends, obviously, kind of what was going on and stuff, but I didn't know, like, the full story. Um, but, yeah, I found out, and I just didn't really believe it. I knew, like, he was kind of hanging with the wrong crowd and stuff, and obviously, we completely fell off. He was into the whole, like, party night out scene, and I was, too, but, like, guys are on a whole different level, you know, and yeah. I was like, I'm not about that, no, and, I mean, I would try communicating with him, but he wanted nothing to do with me, so. Like, what was it that made Colin say, 
all right, I guess she deserves my time, you know? Actually, when I first started visiting him, which was August of 2018, I had a boyfriend at the time. And yeah, <laughs> so actually he found out through, yeah, he, he found out through his mom that I had a boyfriend and he like wrote me a letter and like talked about it in there and yeah, obviously me and my boyfriend broke up and like Colin would talk about it, you know, like in the letters and stuff and he's like, obviously he knew I was with this guy and he would be like, well, I hope I find that sort of person one day, you know, like my person to travel with and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And he would like talk about that and then he started calling me more and um, we started talking more like I would be with my boyfriend in college would call me. Yeah, and I mean, the thing, I was very upfront, I guess, with my boyfriend at the time. Like he knew Colin would call me, you know, he knew he wrote me letters and stuff, but one day like he started reading through my stuff and Colin was like, I like you. <laughs> well, like, you know, like, we had a history and this, yeah. my boyfriend knew that, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think he finally realized, you know, like, we had a super deep connection. And I mean, even though I was in a relationship at the time, like, I, I still thought about him often, obviously. And like, my boyfriend at the time knew, like, Colin was always the one person I always went back to, like, no matter who or what it was. So, and then, yeah, he finally decided he was like, I don't think I'm gonna have a connection with anybody else, you know, like, ours is because we go so far back, like, we, we were each other's like first loves everything and I mean he used to you know like other girls would write him and he'd tell me all about it and when we weren't together and send him pictures and I started visiting him and like the first visit he was like can I kiss you because <laughs> I had a boyfriend at the time and it was like I didn't know what to say I'm like I, I don't I don't even know what I said but he did so <laughs> Oh my gosh. Did the boyfriend at the time find out? Did you tell him? Yeah, because no. So I'm bad. He read through my, our letters. I was writing a letter back to Colin and I mentioned it in there. And I mean, obviously that's shitty on my part, but I just, it wasn't going to work, that's obviously. So yeah, it's very deep rooted connection, which is nice. To mm -hmm. I'm sure that when people are in prison too, that like just a little bit of like normalcy and a sense of home is something that they like really cling to so for both of your right. guys relationships too it's something that they're so familiar with and like feels very like secure and steady which is super awesome like yeah. mm -hmm. I'm sure that that's super important to them too yeah I love that makes it. sense I, okay we did these I asked these things on um I don't want to just like get into it but I don't want to forget about these but I asked on my snapchat I was like what are some assumptions that people have about like prison wives is what the general term is, I guess. Because I feel yeah. like all three of us kind of, you know, subvert those expectations in certain regards. So Absolutely. let's just like say them and then completely debunk them because I already know that it's going to be okay. So, okay. So the first one that I got was that they cheat on their significant other. Whew. No. No. No? I would feel so freaking bad. Like I would not... I could not live with myself and my family and friends would just like punch me in the throat probably oh, yeah I agree I'm a guilty conscious person yeah like, 100% I'd overthink it and I'd be like yo I and I'm a bad and I'd feel horrible and like probably never yeah give myself and I'm a bad liar like oh, yeah. I couldn't even like to bend even if I wanted to like I would just feel like yeah I feel like 
calling him Noah. Like, he's like, so what, you, what were you doing? I'd be like, oh, I was hanging out with Brianna. And he would be like, I thought that she left two days ago. And I'd be like, <laughs> I don't even think about it. Like, if I think mm -hmm. about doing that, it makes me feel disgusting. So I'm like, okay, probably not gonna even, I don't know. It's just hard to explain, you know? Yeah. It's just something that you just like, no, I'm not gonna do it when you find that person, I think. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. 100%. That's, we debunked that one. Done. Right. Um, oh, this one kind of hurts my heart a little bit. No, oh, no. You ready? Mm. They can't find anyone better. <laughs> I know! People are mean. Well, oh. I, I know for me, that was like, that's a big fear of mine when Ben comes home. And it's not that, and you know, like I always tell him there's like, prettier skinnier better smarter faster girls out there and his response is always well they're not you they're not you and they didn't do what you've done for me and so that's kind of yeah that's kind of reassuring for me it's like he's like they weren't there four years i i haven't known them since we were 12 13 years old mm -hmm. and he'll say like <sighs> They'll even go to the extent of being like, I don't know where kind of like where their freaking mouth has been and their freaking <laughs> vagina's been, like all this stuff. And I'm, he's like, I I know you and I know like where yours has been basically. So yeah. What about the opposite side of like that we can't find anybody better? Like we can't Ooh. find a better man than somebody in prison. That's the way that I kind of interpreted it. I'm seeing it, mm -hmm. but like. They're like, oh, they must, you know, that's all they can find is, like, bottom of barrel, whatever, guy in prison. <laughs> Have you seen those videos? like, I have like, of suitors. Plenty of people want me. <laughs> I think, though, even, like, Collins told me, like, he's had conversations with Ben about the fact, you know, like, or Ben's asked him or he's asked Ben, like, are you worried about the distractions you may have, you know, when you get out of prison, like, yeah. girl-wise, or, you know, obviously, like, anything like that, and, I mean, Colin straight up told me, he's like, I know there's going to be, obviously, distractions and other people that are going to tempt me, you know, but it's just, too, like, on another level, like, the connection we have, you know, yeah. you can't really beat that, so. For sure, and I think, too, like, going back to the very first episode that we ever talked about and something that I have to remind myself a lot is that it's not that much different from any other relationship in regards to these kinds of things. Like, you know what I mean? There's always going to be temptations. There's always going to be other people in the world, no matter if your partner is in prison or not. Like that's right. just every couple has to deal with. So when people are like, exactly. you know, when they think of it like that, I'm like, why is that just a stigma for one type of relationship when it's something that everybody deals with? Okay, I found my meme. It says, dudes be like, like snorting coke, drinking and driving, and stealing like, looks like greeting cards or something. And then it's like, but then talk about my man being locked up. Oh, like, you, you can be just as big of a piece of shit of what, than like what you think my boyfriend is in prison. Okay, um, next one. Uh, this one, again, very straightforward, and I was like, you guys are jerks. Um, uneducated. I have uh, associates and a bachelor's and a makeup artistry certification and phlebotomy certification and, yeah. Do I need to go on? Do I need to go on? <laughs> <laughs> can I pull it out of my hat? 
we can talk about the future because we talked about your guys' past. How much time does Colin have left then? So right now this mandatory minimum is up obviously kind of change in a sense, but um, February 18th of 2023. So about two and a half years, a little over. So do you got you guys plan for the future and like what's gonna happen when he comes home or have you I'm sure you've probably um, about it a little bit. In a sense, some um, yeah. I, I mean he doesn't really know yet what he wants to do. Obviously he's in school and they're not right now because of COVID. But um he doesn't really know what he wants to go to school for, like full time, but his family know he's moving in with me once he comes home, so obviously that's going to happen. Um, I don't know, like, how long he'll have to stay in Iowa or, like, in Waterloo area, which I'm hoping it's not very long because I feel like, obviously, like, Waterloo was home to both of us, but at the same time, like, that's kind of where things, you know, like, went down and went wrong in a sense, and I'd like to just move on from that and move on to somewhere new, so whether it be, like, Des Moines just to get out of Waterloo until he can leave the state or you know like move farther away but I don't know 100% like where we want to go. You know Waterloo isn't very big right and you even told me mm -hmm. before too you're like yeah I have friends that knew Jake like before and everything like that. People are always going to associate like Colin, Ben, and Jake with their crimes as much as we don't want them to you know that's what's always going to be attached to them in these small communities. So is that right. like worrisome for you because you still live in that community that you guys right. grew up in? Um, I don't think so. Like I don't worry about that in a sense because like if people truly know Colin and know all the things like he's done while he's been incarcerated, you know, and the thing that actually really sucks and it's sad, like he's been in four and a half years now and none of his friends besides maybe two have come to see him you know, so he'll tell me, like, daily, like, if people want to be in my life, they can, but if you're not going to make an effort, you know, like, I get it, but I'm not going to hit you up when I come home. He's like, honestly, I'll have time to, like, make new friends, you know, new states, new places, and you won't have to worry about all the past crap and the people who obviously don't care and haven't cared throughout all this time and tried to even be there for him, so. Is he that kind of guy that's, like, sociable and, like, wants to go out and like try new activities, do things with friends, like is that kind of who he is? Yeah, I would say like, yeah, Colin's always been like the life of the party in a sense, but <laughs> that's the thing, I think being in prison too in a sense is kind of reserved, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he's definitely one who wants to like adventure and just like I do, like he wants to do new things and go new places and meet new people, you know? And he's like, I'll find new friends wherever I go who have the same interests and who want the like good in things and yeah what else have we talked about and we've kind of shared a little bit about us we talked about telling our friends and family my mom is probably like my, my best friend like she used to hate Colin mind you like literally hate Colin <laughs> we go back obviously like 10 years and she'd catch us like sneaking out and just doing wild things wild things let's just say um but yeah so um my mom's side of the family everyone knows Honestly, though, my dad does not know about Colin, so that's a whole other probably topic. Like, no, at all. Him and his wife, and then like my stepmom's family, they don't know about Colin. My dad's rest of the family knows about Colin, and my whole mom's side knows. Um, I feel like though, like 
there's a time coming very soon where the talk's gonna happen. And I mean, in it, I've always kind of like not been like afraid of my dad, but like I don't stand up to him like I should. Mm-hmm. But also, I already know what his response is gonna be, and I don't care because it's not gonna change my opinion or how I feel either way. So that's why, like, I just don't even want to have the conversation. But is there any like hope that the response you think you're gonna get is? I'm assuming you're you're thinking that he's gonna be like not okay with it you know do you think that there's any like chance that he would be like I trust you and your judgment but (laughs) Colin's not very fond of the facts like my dad doesn't know about the situation and actually he brought that up while I was out here and we were on the phone one night which I 100% like I totally get it um but he's just like I don't know like you know, you, like, want to spend the rest of your life with me, and I don't know, like, why your dad doesn't know about me, but I just tell him, like, I'm gonna tell him before you come home, there's gonna be, like, a perfect time to tell him, it just hasn't been yet, because I don't want his retaliation, you know, I don't want to deal with that right now, in a sense, and and Colin's like, well, I feel like you're hiding me in in the dark, and I'm like, it's nothing, you know, like, to do with you, it's just my father, and obviously he doesn't know how my father is, so, like, I'll tell him, like, I don't really expect you to understand in a sense. And then he freaks out. He's like, yeah, oh, you're calling me stupid. Because like, no. you don't know my dad and how he is. Do you think that, like, when the time comes to tell your dad and he, like, reacts the way you say he's going to, that everybody, like, on his side of the family is just going to be like, chill out. It's not a big of a deal. You think, you know what I mean? Like, they'll have your back in that sense? I hope so. And I think so. Um, gonna happen when you tell him and he's like yeah I already knew <laughs> I that too. yeah I was like really? he's I'm like, gonna drop dead <laughs> he's gonna be like I was just been waiting for you to tell me freaking dumb yeah. <laughs> all of our boyfriends are kind of in for the same thing I know you guys have talked about it, but yeah my boyfriend so basically they people um especially in Iowa get sentenced under a mandatory minimum they get sentence a maximum amount of time and then they have to do a certain percentage of that time before they can even go see the parole board so like me or ben and jake they have first degree robberies so um they got a 25 year sentence and they have to do 70 percent of that time so they have to at least do 17 and a half years whereas brianna's boyfriend has second degree so he got sentenced 10 years still has to do 70 percent of that time so it has to do seven years, and that's before they can even go see the parole board. It was 2016. I don't know if you guys have talked about that on here yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that was retroactive, or it's not retroactive. Mm-hmm. So as of like July, I think 2016, if you committed the same crimes oh, okay. any of our boyfriends have, you only have to serve at least 50% of your sentence before you're eligible for parole. And I mean which I think is very unfair. And that's to kind of what I brought up in my emails I sent out a few months ago, like, hey, why can't we make this retroactive? And um, Mary Wolf brought up a point where she's like, I tried throwing it into a bill, you know, but they caught it and they ripped it out every time. um, In the bills, it doesn't have to necessarily be in a bill. She threw it in a farm bill, she said. Yeah, it doesn't have to be in a bill about like mandatory minimum laws or anything like that. It can be in a bill about farming or education or anything like that it could just be a quick little and so a lot of times that's how a lot of laws get 
pass. The thing that I think about a lot with mandatory sentencing too, and we talked about this last night, so I might be repeating something I've already said too, is that it's like every single person that I've talked to about mandatory sentencing has agreed with me and been like, that's weird. Like, why is that even a law? So again, like with you guys, I'm wondering what's holding people back so much. Because I also think it's crazy that like, um, you can live your life a certain way in prison. Like you can move a kind of way in prison and be really awesome, do a lot of cool stuff. And you're still going to be doing the same amount of time as the guy that's over there getting in trouble every week, going to the hole, doing whatever, because of this sentencing. Like it does not encourage rehabilitation and it does not encourage like being better. I don't think it doesn't. Yeah. It's not progressive in any way, in my opinion. Mary Wolf literally told me on the phone when I talked to her, she's like, it's a proven fact, like three years of incarceration longer than that does not like make a person better after that you know like it doesn't rehabilitate them anymore after they've been in three years like that's their time that mm-hmm. it takes for a person to like be rehabilitated so that time after I mean in a sense is kind of just waste. wasting time yeah it's like almost doing the opposite now exactly it's like it's bad on their mental health. yeah they're like, sitting they're wondering like okay I'm pretty sure I've learned everything that I could out of this time so mm-hmm what like what else am i supposed to be learning right now this is crazy thanks everybody for watching this very special episode of to accept this call thank you so much brianna for coming so to see us and doing this yeah, we'll have to do a three-way one when you yeah, come back in iowa. and then like another one when i'm in iowa with you guys hopefully we all be together that would be like yeah. a really, like actually in the same room follow us on twitter instagram facebook youtube all that stuff uh, all the Apple Podcasts. Yes, all of that. And we'll see you guys. Bye, thank you. Bye.